Hello, hello, and welcome to this mindful moment. So I'm recording this in the middle of January, and I decided I'd come on and have a chat today about motivation. Um, now, I'm sure that some people have made some intentions, I'm not going to call them resolutions, um, intentions about living differently around food, behaving differently, eating differently, being a bit more healthy, perhaps in other areas of their life. And I think we get to this part of the month and it can all start to wane a little, can't it? It loses its glow and its shine and its its luster, its appeal. Um, so I thought I would talk to you about some different types of motivation to help you. Um, they might resonate with you and it might just give you a little bit of uh, spurring on to continue your changes and to be a bit more successful in your goals. Um, and, you know, I think we're all looking for that magic way, aren't we, to sustain any kind of behaviour change, um, to change habits. And many of us will ask, well, why can't I just stick at it? And we can be quite hard on ourselves, can't we? We can despair that we seem repeatedly to just fail in our attempts to change our behaviour, particularly around how we eat, which of course is the area that I specialise in. But of course, it's very unlikely that we will be successful if our thinking is coming from a negative place, if we're constantly beating ourselves up about it. And, and what that means is that we'll continue to pile on the pressure. And sadly, we may well pile the pounds on as well because that negative thinking can lead to compensatory behavior which around food is very often linked to overeating or eating foods like simple carbohydrates which actually drive more of a binging behavior. So instead of that what we need to do is to create more positive motivation to remain resilient and focused around any of our goals really. So I want to talk to you about three motivation techniques to improve your chance of success. So the first one is aspirational motivation. So if you're constantly thinking about what you don't want to do, this is what you end up thinking about. And it can make you feel quite rubbish about previous negative behaviours. It's like being constantly reminded of your failings and it creates a bit of a mind worm going on. So instead, try to focus on what it is that you want to achieve, looking forward to a new way of behaving, what a new way of eating might look like. How do you want to behave around the biscuit tin? How do you want to behave when somebody brings out food in the evening when perhaps you're already full from supper? What would you like to do when you have a choice to eat another portion which you know you don't really need? What do you want to be thinking about yourself and about food? And how can you change your thinking to make it more constructive, to make it more helpful for you? And with some of my clients, we, we work on really clearly, clearly visualising what this new version of yourself might be to, to make that motivation as real and as aspirational as possible. And actually, sometimes we even name it. The second motivation is what I call memory motivation. So by reflecting on times when you've been at your very best can really help create powerful positivity. And it might not have anything to do with the behaviour you're trying to change. 
So it might be an achievement at work. It might be a good deed which made you feel proud about yourself. It might be something that you're good at, one of your strengths, which either brings you regular satisfaction or brought you particular satisfaction at a particular time. It could be how you felt during a recent visit somewhere stimulating or beautiful when everything seemed aligned and comfortable. And take a deep breath and with your eyes closed, try to relive that moment, capturing how you felt and what you were thinking. And in sessions with clients, we'll go into this in really quite some detail to try and anchor that memory as a, as a real resource to be able to recall and to be able to use. Because by recalling these memories, it can help bolster your positivity in those difficult moments. And then the third one is intrinsic motivation. And this is slightly broader, but often it feels like the world has the power, like food has the power, like something or someone else has the power and that we can't manage ourselves because of that. And sometimes we can blame other things. Sometimes we cannot take accountability for ourselves but in fact we do have huge power over our lives and if we focus on our internal strengths and on our internal reward in other words doing things for ourselves and not for others or not to be seen by others or not to be valued by others the shift of power changes and I'd like you to refer you to a really good book called The Surprising Truth About What Motivates Us. And it's written by Daniel Pink. And he talks about three types of intrinsic motivation. It's an amazing book and I'd really urge you to, to read it. So he talks about autonomy, a desire to direct our own lives, mastery, the desire to continually improve at something that matters, and purpose, which is the why of anything we do. And if you can create a stronger purpose for your life, then you can build a much more solid foundation to change actually anything you want to. So if I go back to my favourite topic, of course, eating and food and weight, if you focus on the reason why you want to lose weight and give it high clarity and importance, it can really make a difference because by thinking more clearly about these motivations, your inner feelings will create meaningful reasons for the change of behaviour. So you may want to ask yourself these kinds of questions. Why do I want to lose weight? What will it bring me? And that will help put a much fuller intrinsic motivation picture together for you. And it's far more likely to keep you engaged with the process of changing your relationship with food or your change of behaviour in any other area of your life. And research shows that it increases the levels of resilience and persistence when things get tough. So essentially, if you change how you think, you can change the end result. So there is my short mindful moment for today. Think about your own motivation, how you can improve it to help both how you eat and many other areas of your life. And if any of these 
techniques resonate with you, but you're not quite sure how to do it yourself, then do get in touch because it might be we just need an hour together. It might mean that we need a few more, but I'm very flexible about that. And I'd really like you to be able to achieve a stronger, more consistent sense of motivation with these changes that you want to make, particularly in your relationship with food. <laughs>